Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're beginning chapter 3 of the book of Ruth, and I'm reading verses 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation. This section seems pretty provocative, especially in our time and culture, but Every commentary, which you know I only use three, <laughs> said for us to get our minds out the gutter. It's not anything like it appears in our, you know, in our mind. But let's listen to God's word. One day, Naomi said to Ruth, My daughter, it's time that I found a permanent home for you so that you will be provided for. Boaz is a close relative of ours, and he's been very kind by letting you gather grain with his young women. Tonight, he will be winnowing barley at the threshing floor. Now do as I tell you. Take a bath and put on perfume and dress in your nicest clothes. Then go to the threshing floor. But don't let Boaz see you until he has finished eating and drinking. Be sure to notice where he lies down. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down there. He will tell you what to do. I will do everything you say, Ruth replied. Again, this is Ruth chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation, which titles it, Ruth at the Threshing Floor. I'll be back with insights and a prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again is Ruth chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Naomi is giving Ruth instructions on how to petition Boaz to exercise his responsibility as her kinsman redeemer. So we're going to get our minds out of the the gutter because uh, it all, you know, in our mind, we would think of this as especially when she tells her to bathe and put on perfume and dress in your nicest clothes. It's like she's going out on a date, but that's not what's going on. But let's listen to the commentaries. Naomi wished that uh, Yahweh would grant rest to Ruth and Orpah. Since Ruth Ruth stayed with her, Naomi seeks a way to provide her with the safety and security of marriage. As a married woman, Ruth would be protected from exploitation and oppression. She would also enjoy a sense of permanence as marriage uh, would provide an opportunity to have an heir to perpetuate the line of Elimelech. So uh, that's point, you know, the first point or part of her, um, the kinsman redeemer. The kinsman redeemer would help perpetuate and continue the line of Elimelech. 
Winnowing is a process of separating grain from plant stalks, and the grain is crushed and then tossed in the air to blow away the chaff. Boaz probably winnowed at night to take advantage of more wind. The threshing floor was an open area outside of town where the process of winnowing grain took place. The threshing hole uh, floor was uh, located outside of a village, making them vulnerable to thieves. So fleshing, I mean, thresh, threshing floors are not, you know, in a, like uh, we think of our farm culture and we think of farmers having barns. So it's not like in a barn just a few hundred feet from the house. It is outside the village. And because of this, farmers sometimes guarded their threshing floors by sleeping on them. So now we have the context of why Boaz was on the threshing floor. He was there to guard his grain. And Ruth was told to wash herself and put on perfume and put on nice clothes. So bathing the entire body could be done in preparation for an important event. And, you know, we do that for important events. Uh, Ruth's actions could be viewed as preparation for marriage or a sexual encounter. Ruth may have been washing um, and anointing or perfuming her body in connection with removing her widow's garment to mark the potential end of her widowhood. And one commentary says that in God's eyes that uh, Boaz could be considered her husband. But of course, they weren't married yet. He hadn't actually, you know, made the proposition or the proposal. But let's continue listening to the uh, commentaries. Naomi wanted Ruth to approach Boaz when he was alone and in good spirits. One might easily think that this was inappropriate. And, um, of course, Naomi knows the uh, customs and cultures of her, her land. Ruth isn't unfamiliar with what's, you know, with the cultures of uh, Israel. So uh, Naomi is guiding her and giving her insight or telling her what she needs to do. It's a, uh, it is possible to think that Naomi plotted with Ruth to make her a man trap to go and hunt down a reluctant Boaz, but that's not true. Uh, this custom was rooted in a peculiar custom this um, of in ancient Israel. The nature and significance of the action is unclear why she uh, had to lay at his feet. Some think it was a provocative uh, gesture, but it wasn't. She wasn't offering herself sexually to Boaz. This was not the gesture. Uh, this was um, not, you know, the gesture. That's not how it was understood in that day. In that culture of that day, this was understood as an act of total submission. So again, get your head out the gutters. <laughs> In that day, uh, this was understood to be the role of a servant to lay at their master's feet to be ready for any command from the master. So when Naomi told Ruth to lie down at Boaz's feet, she told her to come to him in total humble submission. Let's pray. 
Father, we come to lie down at your feet, just as Ruth did. We come totally humble and submissive, waiting to hear what you are going to say. Because as uh, Naomi said uh, that Boaz would not uh, respond appropriately, we know that if we just but listen, we will get instructions from you. Um, we know that um, she told Ruth that, you know, you follow my instructions and Boaz will tell you what to do. We know that when we follow your instructions, Father, your Holy Spirit will help us know what to do. And we thank you for that. Now we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many special needs. And we know you're a powerful God. You're a prayer hearing God. And we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.